0: good morning good morning good morning ATL 317 wipe the cold out your eyes wakey wakey anyway this is 360 mind body and soul where we work your mind your body and your soul so uh, anyway I found some fun facts about Valentine's Day that I was like couldn't wait to share it with y'all supposed to share like uh you know, a day or two ago, but that never happened because once I got into the word of God, and we all know, y'all have been to church before where, you know, the pastor keeps telling you, I'm only going to say one more thing, I only got one more minute, and then a half an hour later, the pastor or preacher still up there preaching. It, it, it be like that. It don't be their fault. It's just that when the spirit of God get to talking through you, it, you, you just, you, it's uncontrollable, you know. So, um, anyway, anyway, so let me jump right into this Valentine's Day fun facts that I, I dug up. Um, so anyway, it says, I know, but you know, somebody's out there Valentine's Day. Why are you talking about Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day been over with. You know, we let's talk about what what 4th of July? Is, <laughs> is that what we're gonna talk about 4th of July? I don't care to talk about no 4th of July. We're gonna talk about Valentine's Day. Anyway, so um uh, uh Don't have half-thick skin, half-thick skin, calm down, calm down, half-thick skin. (laughs) So uh, it says on Valentine's Day, people spend $400 million in roses. That's a whole lot of flowers. $400 million? For flowers that are going to be dead in a week? You got to be kidding me. $4 million just thrown away in the wind. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. I don't mind getting a woman some flowers on, on uh, Valentine's Day, uh, flowers for to be romantic. You know, I, I don't mind getting flowers, but when you look... I mean, when you look at the numbers, you, you, you just never would suspect that America as a whole spends $400 million in flowers and they'd be done in a week. Amazing. And then the other thing that I found out that was even more crazier, if that's a, the right way of saying it, <laughs> so bear with me, I was raised in the hood So, anyway, it was uh, $600 million in candy. Candy. That's another thing that's just thrown in the wind, you know? I mean, gone. After after they eat the candy, after about a week, uh, after two or three days or however long it takes them to eat the candy, before it gets hard and stale and then you can't eat the candy, you know? Uh, so that's four, That's six hundred million dollars spent in candy on Valentine's Day. That's crazy. Never gonna see that six hundred million dollars again. Never gonna see what you bought with that six hundred million dollars. Six hundred million dollars didn't help no poor people. It didn't help no homeless people. It didn't help women with battered women. It didn't, it didn't help people that's getting out of prisons trying to find jobs. I mean. I'm just saying, I, I'm not following anybody in it. I, it's just amazing to me the type of money that's being spent on something that you're not going to see anymore. You know what I mean? Like $600 million in candy, $400 million in roses. That's, if, if I'm correct, that's a billion dollars. That is a billion dollars spent for one-day event. That is crazy. And that one day event is gonna come and go, and and in a week from now, you're not even gonna see, nobody's gonna see where that billion dollars went. That's crazy. You know, I just feel like, you know, I'm saying, like, I don't know, you know, it's it's just little old me on here, little old me. I ain't got no pool, I ain't got no nothing, as far as I know anyway. I just know a billion dollars. I tell, hey, everybody, look, y'all going to spend a billion dollars for your girlfriends and wives. Look, let me work something out to spread it out to y'all, y'all, everybody going to be happy. And I take the, the remainder of the money and help people get on their feet and, you know, teach them to fish and, you know, a lot of different good stuff. And maybe put a little of that billion dollars into, you know, buying and trading. With other countries and, you know, building up a rapport with another country or something where we can get some shipments in and out, in and out, keep things flowing, you know, like the blood in your system, you know, that type of deal. But that's a billion dollars. Amazing. So anyway, the other thing that I uh, seen, now y'all really going to trip off of this. Now this, I about blew my top when I read this. Now this statistics. You know they say the other thing that is bought is a bi- uh, 2.5 billion dollars in merchandise. We didn't move out of the millions and we're straight into the billions. To one billion is is some numbers that ain't, ain't nothing to, sh- to shake your head at just one billion. but you talking about 2.5 billion for merchandise on one day. Now me personally, listen, that's a whole lot of money we dealing with for one day. $400 million, $600 million, plus $2.5 billion, all for a one day event. I know, I, hey, if I ever get a wife, I'm going to love her and I'm going to spend some money on her too. I, I understand that. Don't get me wrong that. But that's not what I'm trying to say is don't spend no money on your wife or your, or your, your uh, potential wife on Valentine's Day. I'm just saying the numbers is crazy. I never realized that. You know? Because you ain't going to stop me from spending money on my wife on Valentine's Day. I don't care what the... The statistics say, or the numbers say that we spend. I'm going to spend some money on my wife on Valentine's Day. Point blank, period. But, you know, like I said, shoot, that's crazy numbers. Uh, So then, the other one that I thought was pretty crazy, too, I'm just going to give you the rundown because I'm not going to be on here long. The other number is, how much money do y'all think people spend in cigarettes? Now, because you know... Now you know people they got their girlfriends that they like they did bottle some candy you know what i mean uh they bought some candy some roses teddy bears merchandise you know i guess the teddy bears would fit into the merchandise uh category you know the merchandise the 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 the, the, let- neglige, the what what they call them uh teddies teddies uh I don't know what people call them no more, because I ain't seen a woman in, in, in some lingerie. Lingerie, that's it. I ain't seen a woman in lingerie in, shoot, two years. So I forgot the names of them. Lingerie, Teddy. Do they still call them teddies? I don't know, shoot. I, one day I might have to look, ask somebody. Nah, I ain't gonna ask somebody because they think I be trying to hit on them or something. You know how people, be, women be. They think you say hi to them and you trying to get with them. I mean, you no know, disrespect to no woman out there, but, you know, women think that me all men is just dogs. You know, we just, you know, I don't know why they get that, you know, Got that concept on, on us sometimes, you know. all women don't think like that because it definitely can't group all women in the same category, but but it is a lot of women that if you say hi to them, the first thing gonna pop in their man, girl, this this man tried to holler at me. That man just was being nice to you because you a black queen. That's it. You know, but anyway, I didn't got off the subject. So that's a uh, 18 billion dollars in cigarettes. 18 billion dollars. That's more than merchandise. Hold on. That's more than what people spend in merchandise on Valentine's Day. $18 billion? Do you know what you could do with $18 billion? Man, if everybody can get together and put that type of money together for one cause... And, and, and not for some cigarettes. That's going to kill you eventually if you keep smoking them. Because cigarettes got... Look, don't even get me started about cigarettes. I used to smoke. I was a bad chain smoker. They called me a chain smoker. <laughs> they said... This girl told me... She said, didn't you just put a cigarette out? <laughs> I mean, and then, you know, you a smoking, you going to get mad. Man, listen, girl. Leave me alone. Look, I smoke... I bought these cigarettes... I smoke as many cigarettes as I want back to back. Put one out, smoke another one. Put that one out, smoke another one. It's my business. It's my money. You know, that's how you be wanting to talk to them. But, you know, if you fresh on them, you know, that's the old school terminology. If you fresh on them, you ain't going to say nothing. You ain't going to say nothing. You like, Girl, stop playing and keep on smoking your cigarette. I hope she don't say nothing else because this is going to start irritating. Then You might say something you don't want to say. <laughs> about you smoking your cigarettes, but see anyway, I know about the cigarette deal. I gave the Lord, the Lord, thank you Jesus for delivering me from them. That sick, that nicotine demon. Thank you Jesus. I I, I thank you right now for delivering me from that nicotine demon because that was a hard demon to fight. It was. It, it it was. It really was. That nicotine demon is not no joke. I think it's more addictive than cocaine. I mean, that's my opinion. I really do. I've seen people, I know people that got off cocaine faster than they did with the cigarettes. They get delivered from cocaine, and they still smoking cigarettes. Can't let the cigarettes go. Talk to them two years later, they still smoking cigarettes. They didn't gave up cocaine, but them cigarettes, is something about them cigarettes. You, I'm going to tell you what's wrong, why, why you can't stop smoking them. Because when I looked it up, it had the, the chemical that it, it showed me was over like 10 chemicals. I really believe it was more than. I'm not believe it's more than that. And each chemical that was in a cigarette, uh, trust me, each chemical that was in a cigarette could kill you by itself. That, that's that's. I'm real tall. Okay, you don't believe me, right? You don't believe me. Okay, cigarettes have rat poison in it. If you eat rat poison, can rat poison, can it or can it not kill you? Or make you sick to when you were almost dead? That's one ingredient. The other ingredient, nail polish remover. Can If you put, if you digest nail, with that, nail polish remover, that can either make you sick and halfway dead. Bug spray, house cleaner. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy, and they ain't gonna tell you that's what's in the cigarette. Why they gonna tell you for? When people are spending eighteen billion dollars in one day on cigarettes, you think I'm gonna tell you that this cigarette, this cigarette that you're smoking, you just spent eighteen billion dollars on, is gonna kill you? I mean, if I'm a dark person, I ain't telling you nothing. Thank you. Come again. Eighteen billion dollars in one day? Shoot. You think about it. You think about a person that don't care about human life. And they getting $18 billion in one day. Whew, that's crazy numbers. So anyway, that was in 2017. They got $18 billion in cigarettes on Valentine's Day. And then the other thing was $19 billion in condoms. Boy, these people is making a kill 19 billion dollars spent on uh see my daughter she could be on this sh- on here listening too but but it's is condoms a bad word to say condom no because if my daughter she don't wanna be obedient and she gonna be out there doing her thing when she get older I want her you know you know if that's what she gonna do I'm I'm gonna teach her not to you know I'ma teach her not to but at, at least if she do and she gonna be grown and she gonna do what she wanna do at least she'll know what a condom is You know, to protect herself. Let's put it like that, because that sounds a little bit less offensive. To protect herself during adult activities on Valentine's Day. You know, so anyway, uh, $19 billion on this type of material that helps protect you during these adult activities. $19 billion. 18 billion for this, 19 billion, 18 billion for cigarettes, 19 billion for condoms, 400 million for roses, 600 million for candy, 2.5 billion dollars for merchandise. That's a lot of money for one day. Crazy. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not knocking anybody for spending money on a woman. But somebody ain't nobody's woman because $19, $19 billion for uh, protection. That, that can't be their wife. I, I don't know too many people that have that type of protection and they married to them. If if your husband or wife says that's what we gonna have to do on a regular basis, I can't say what the issue would be or whatever or whatever, but I mean, I don't know, it, it, it would seem kind of weird, especially when 19 billion dollars is spent on it. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people that ain't married. <laughs> Basically, that's a lot of people that ain't married. 19 billion. Shoot, that's crazy. But anyway, I didn't touch bases on these little fun facts about Valentine's Day that I found out that I thought was crazy numbers. So that's like, hold on. 1 billion is 3 billion. Hold on. That's like, that's like $50 billion, if my numbers is correct, $40. That's like almost $50 billion spent on Valentine's Day. No, 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 I take that back. That's $40 billion plus this other billion. Like $41 $41 billion, okay. Eh, $40 billion, just to round it up, $40 billion on a one-day event. That is crazy. You know what we could do with $40 billion? We could buy islands. Do you know they have islands for sale for like $2.5 million? You could buy a small island for like a couple of million dollars. An island. by yourself your island with trees, grass, surrounded with water. Google it. If you don't believe me, Google it. I looked them up just just out of curiosity because I love to investigate and, get, and gather information. Um, as I get older, I'm starting to really love it. So, but man, they got islands for sale like all the time that you could buy for a couple of million dollars. I don't understand why people don't do they have that type of money. I don't understand why they don't do that anyway. Have you and your family and all y'all have little huts, houses or whatever on this island surrounded with water, have security around the island and call it a day. I mean, a couple of billion uh, for a couple million dollars. Shoot, I probably woulda did that. <laughs> I mean, that's just me because some of y'all folks out there is, is crazy. I just, I just want. Can we get away? Cause I want to get away from you. <laughs> so anyway, all right, man. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna get up into this word uh, before I get too too uh, caught up into the, the fun facts. Get to the meat of what's. What's life is really all about. Uh, So anyway, I'm gonna start off with a. I guess like I've been on here for 18 minutes. So I I really don't want to go past like 25 minutes or or 30 or 30 minutes. Definitely don't want to go past 30 minutes. Uh, So anyway, uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get prayer in the way. Uh, So anyway, so. Lord Father, come before you, Lord Father, just thanking you, Lord Father, for your mercy and your grace, Lord Father, that you've shown towards all of us, even while we were yet in our sins, Lord Father, you still looked down upon us while we was in our sins and, and seen us, Lord Father, as something that had potential, something that you could knock the dust off of, something that you could clean up and make uh, a new creature, Lord Father, that your mercies is new every morning in the name of Jesus, Lord, Father, we just thank you for being that type of God. And we just ask, I just ask, Lord Father, that you cover your people, Lord Father. Whoever your people are, whoever it is that you uh, have, that you want to uh, fulfill your will in them and use them as a vessel or a tool to accomplish things to help people out here, to to help lift people up, Lord Father, that are cast down. To Lord Father, go to the highways and to the byways, Lord Father. I just pray, Lord Father, that you give these people deliverance, Lord Jesus, that you would deliver them from the the, the muck and the marrow and and deliver them from uh, being blinded, Lord Father, that you allow them to see the light in the name of Jesus, of the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And I pray that that light be able to shine unto them, Lord Father, that they'll never be the same again. In the name of Jesus. Lord Father, we I ask, Lord Father, that you break the bondage and yokes off of your children's neck, Lord Father, that you break that bond of, of manipulation, that you break that bondage of being lied to, that you break that bondage of being uh, stolen from, Lord Jesus. I pray that you make the devil give back everything that he's stolen from your people in the name of Jesus, Lord Father, and give it back to your people a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. Lord Father, so bring be about a hedge of protection around your people in the name of Jesus. Lord Father, give your people like wisdom that you've never given them before. Give them understanding like you've never given them before. Give them strength like you've never given them before in the name of Jesus. So that they can accomplish, Lord Father, what they that you set out for them to do in their lives and be good providers for their family. And be a strong pillar in their household. That their kids can look up to, that their wives can honor, and that they honor, and they, and they and they can honor each other, and live at peace, and be able to freely worship you, and give you the praise and the credit that you're just due. Just being God all by yourself and creating life is is is. You should get the praise for just that anyway. But you've done much, much, much more. And we thank you for all those things that you've already done and the things that you're going to do now and the things that you're going to do in the future. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. So as we go through your word, I pray that you pull nuggets of knowledge and wisdom and understanding, Lord Father, that can edify our spiritual man. And we can go about our day thinking about you and how awesome God you are. And I thank you and your people thank you as well. For your deliverance. So we gonna claim it right now by faith. And we are gonna pull down every stronghold and every imagination that tries to exalt itself against the most high God. We love you, love your name, love the blood that you shed on, cross, on the cross of Calvary that we might be free. With just the baptizing and the mention of your name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, anyway, so I don't mean to say it like that, but I'm just anxious to get into this word. So, all right. So, here we go. So, we're going to start off with uh, Psalms 50 and uh, 15. So, it says, it reads as such. Trust in me in your times of trouble. And I will rescue you. And you will give me glory. So let me uh, elaborate on that. It says, trust in me in your times of trouble. And I will rescue you. So God is saying in your times of trouble. See, a lot of times <clears throat> it's okay to, uh, I feel like, trust in certain things to get your job. Done, like you trust in your hammer to, uh, you know, Put a nail in the wall or, or put stuff together, you know, to build a house, to build a bench, to build a table. You trusting in your hammer to put, get the nail in there. But at the same time, you have to trust God that he gives you the knowledge and the wisdom and understanding on how to put the table together, on how to put the house together. So, I mean, you may not, I could go a little bit deeper, but I don't want to do that because it's going to take me a long time and then I had to get my dictionary to break down words and all that. So, anyway, we're just going to briefly do this real quick. So, trust in me in your times of trouble and I will rescue you. So, if we put our trust in God and not man, then he will rescue us. We can set forth the task that we have to do. We can, we can be in trials and tribulations. But if we trust in God. in no matter what our situation might be. He will rescue us. He will deliver us from whatever the trouble is that we're in. But you have to put God first. I think that's what I'm really drawing from that. Psalms 15, 50 and 15 is by you trusting in God in your trials and in your tribulations, this, this makes God feel some type of way. Because I've always been seeing throughout the word of God that people that show God that they trusted in him exercise something called faith. You see what I'm saying? Because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The evidence of things not seen. That's faith. So, even while you in your trouble, even while you don't see it, might, might you feel like it might not happen, you have you, it, it look like it might not happen is what i'm trying to say if it looks like it might not happen the evidence is it, it's like you, the evidence of things not seen so you're not going to see the evidence of that it is going to happen you know so that's part of trusting in god so god says trust in me with all your heart and all your mind and all your understanding and I will rescue you because to me, I feel like that does something to God to know that you trust him. I know if I ever get a wife to know that my wife trusts trusts me, that gonna make me feel real good. Especially if I told her I was gonna do something and she's not asking me like every five minutes, you know, Hey, that, you still going? I thought you said you was going to do this. I thought you said you were going to do that. I thought you said you were going to do that. I thought you, you know. And th- right now, this is speaking to my spirit. As well as it's coming out of me, I'm being fed by what I'm saying right now. In some different ways. So, it make me feel good to know that if I tell my wife one time, look, we're going to go to the movies tonight at 8 o'clock. You know what I mean? And she trusts and believe that. Okay, alright, we're going to the movie. So women take all day to get ready. So she probably be in there at 6 o'clock getting ready. <laughs> I don't know why women take so long getting ready. Jesus. Well, they can take all day. But you know what? The, hey, the results of it be a beautiful thing. The results be a beautiful thing. When she comes out there out, out of the room looking good, you like, yeah, girl, you, you took a minute, but uh. Yeah, you look good, so come on, girl, forget it. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just just the fact of knowing that, you know what I'm saying, she trusts me, and, and, and not just that aspect, just trust me in general, all around the board, just trust me, period. Just just to know that she trusts me make me feel good. It do. You know what I mean? It makes you more so, well, I don't know how every man is set up or how they operate, but me personally, to me, to know that my wife... Which I don't have one, so don't be talking to whoever. A pop, he got a wife? I thought he, 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 I, no, I don't have a wife. But I'm saying if I did have one, if she trusts me, to, how I'm made up, that makes me feel like that much more as being an adult now, that that makes me feel just that much more that I don't want to do anything that would uh, make her not trust me. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you, boy, trust is a... Oh, Lord Jesus, y'all just don't understand how, how, how hard it is to get somebody to trust you. I mean, honestly. And we talking about 2020? <laughs> Shoot, it was already hard to get somebody to trust you in, 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 when, before the 2000s came in. You know? Now you talking about 2020 getting somebody to trust you? Boy, if somebody trusts you right now in 2020, you got you a winner. You got you a winner if you can find somebody that can full honestly trust you in 2020. You better keep, you better hold on to that that man or hold on to that girl, that woman, that lady, that queen. You better hold on to if she trusts you in 2020. I'm trying to told you. So, anyway, um... I just feel like that does something for God to know that you trust him in spite of whatever you're going through. And that made him say, you know what? They trust me. I ain't got no choice but to, 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 to uh, 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 rescue them. You know what I mean? Girl, just because you trust me that much, whatever you trusted me for, even if I had a thought about not even doing it, I'm going to do it now. You know what I'm saying? Real tall. That's how I'm set up and that's how, that's how I feel. Even if I had a, a thought of not doing whatever it was, now that you tell me, now that I, I can see or whatever the case might be, that you trust me to do X, Y, Z, now I, now I ain't got no choice but to do that because that's how, because I the how how I feel about you. The love that I have for you and you trusting me like that. That almost activates me to do what you trusted me for. Just because. So, God says, I will deliver you. Basically, it's a said, trust me in your times of trouble and I will rescue you. And you will give me glory. So, after that, after he says, he's going to deliver you. He said, I don't know how it's gonna play out, but whatever however it plays out, you're gonna, you gonna have to give God some glory. I mean, I I don't know the details of it. I just know that after he rescue you, God gonna have to get the glory. That's what I do know. Like I said, I, I don't know the details of it, and I ain't gonna sit here and speculate on all that, because I don't want to talk too deep off into something that, the knowledge that God hasn't given me, so I'm just going to hit it surface-wise, and say that whatever happens after hearing this scripture in 5015, after he rescues you, right after it say he rescues you, He you're going to give him the glory, so... So that is what it is. So it says, but God says to the wicked, recite my laws no longer and don't pretend that you obey me. Ooh. Wee. To me, but let me read you some more before I elaborate on that, because I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. It said, but God says to the wicked, recite my word. But God says to the wicked, recite my laws no longer and don't pretend that you obey me for you refuse my discipline and treat my laws like trash when you see a thief you help him and you spend your time with adulterers your mouths are filled with wickedness and your tongues are full of lies you sit around and slander a brother your own mother's son While you did all this, I I remained silent. And you thought I didn't care. But now I will rebuke you. Listen, all my charges against you. Ooh, I got, it's 32. Oh man, I gotta finish this out. Look, right here it says, whoever these wicked people is. Now I ain't pointing no fingers, but if the shoe fit, look, by all means, put it on. You know, if, if if you wear a size 15 and this shoe is a size 15 and it fits you, put it on. But if you're a size 8 and this is a size 15, it, it, it don't fit you. So you ain't got no worries, right? It ain't your size. It don't fit you. So you can keep on moving and find some shoes that do fit you. <laughs> so if the shoe fit where? So it say right here. But God says to the wicked, "Recite my laws no longer." So, and it says, "And and don't pretend that you obey me." So basically, that lets me know right there, it's somebody that got God's mouth, got God's name in their mouth, talking about talking about that uh uh they obey God, talking about uh where where it goes, it? but God says to where, and, and, and God tells them, "Man, stop running around here talking about." you you a christian you a bishop you a minister you a you a, a, a evangelist you you a, a child of god you know all these terminologies that try to make yourself identify with something that is supposed to be truth justice righteousness uh pure hearted clean you know sunshine type of vibrations and stop running around here trying to pretend to be this type of individual because apparently you're not because the word of God says you really, you're wicked. You're wicked, but you're trying to portray as something good when you're wicked. That's basically what the word of God say. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at God if that's what you want to do. Because it says, but God says to the wicked, recite my laws no longer. God said it, stop talking about the word of God. Stop talking about my word and stop, stop, stop. He's saying, "Stop making a mockery of my word." That's basically what God's saying. He's saying, "Stop making a mockery of my Word, Because I know that affects people. I know it affected me back in the day. You know, I said you you see a certain person, but You got to think we ain't perfect. We talk about we ain't talking about people that ain't perfect, and they you know, and, and it's a difference to me. It's a difference between wicked people and people that you know they be straddling the fence sometimes, and. They fall down, get back up, you know, but they still love God in their heart. They do what they, you know, I'm not, it's it's a difference between people that are intentionally wicked people, but yet they try to uh, put on sheep's clothing. And they really a wolf deep down inside and know what they doing. Don't want to really have nothing to do with God, never. They just want to be wicked and use God's word and use God's church, use God's people as a front to, to fill their bellies and fill their lust. That's the type of wicked people I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, we fall down, but we get up. We fall. you know, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. So, anyway, right here it says, uh, but God says to the wicked, recite my laws no longer and don't pretend that you obey me, for you refuse my discipline and you treat my laws like trash. You don't even, you you sit here and put, people always put things out there that, that say that they trust in God and they really don't trust in God. They really don't want to have nothing to do with God, but yet they will—they will have a T-shirt that says they love Jesus, they love God, all in your face, and knowing they don't trust trust God, knowing they don't trust Jesus, but they got a T-shirt on that says I love Jesus. You know, wicked people. You know, so it says, and they treating His laws and Him like trash. When you see, and then it says, when you see a thief, you help him and spend your time with adulterers. So it says, you be you trying to have an honor among thieves. You didn't yoked up with other thieves and you know they doing wrong. You know what they doing is doing straight up wrong, but yet and still, you don't rebuke them. You don't tell them they doing something wrong. You don't say, hey man, I ain't got no parts of that and go the other way. What you do is you go with them. And participate in their in they activities that you know for a fact is wrong. That's what it just said. When you see a thief, you help him. Does that mean if somebody robs a house, you go in the house and help them rob the house? That's helping a thief. And then it says, I mean, it, it's a lot of levels to that, it's a lot of different things on it, but you get the basic principle. And then it says, you help him and spend your time with adulterers. Now, see, the, the thing about, I do know about that word. A lot of people will sit there and tell, try to tell you that adulterers just means that you're um, um, cheating on your wife. You're an adulterer. You cheated on your wife. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know. The thing about it is, um. Uh, Adulterous to God is like because you're supposed to be married to God. Okay? Now once you get that concept of as a child of God, you supposed to be married to God. So if you married to God and you worshiping other things outside of God, you putting other things before God, then you didn't turn that thing that you put before God, the real God into a fake God. You see what I'm saying? So to God, that's called being an adulteress. You see what I'm saying? So it, it so it says that you're hanging with adulteress. You you're helping thieves steal stuff, which basically is saying that you helping thieves you helping wicked people do wicked stuff it don't necessarily have to be thieving it could be a lot of different things that you helping them do you're helping them kill people you helping them steal people you' helping them manipulate people you' helping them rob the poor you're helping them cause all kinds of dis- uh, chaos and dysfunction and then on top of that you you're, you're, uh, you're hanging out with adulteress you know, so you're doing all these things, and then you got the, the the nerve to have the the the, uh, the, uh, the the name of God in your mouth, talking about uh, that you trust in the God, and this and that and the other, and you sitting here helping thieves and helping robbers and murderers, and you sitting here helping people steal stuff from people, and you serving other gods with them. You know, so don't get mad at me. Get mad at Jesus. If that's what you want to do, it's a, it's a, when, when you see a thief, you help him and you spend your time with adulterers. Your mouths are filled with wickedness and your tongues are full of lies. You sit around and slander a brother. So that right there, tell me right there, it's going to be people in your life that all they want to do is sit around with other people, probably the same people that they help and steal stuff sit around with people and talk about you. That's 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 the highlight of day probably day. Is to be around and sit about sit around and talk about you, your family, your kids, just talk about you. How can you sit there and talk about me when you help that man be a thief? That's what it's in the word of God. The first thing the word of God says that you helping them be a thief. And then after that, it says you sit around and talk about people. Now, tell me that don't sound like a snake. I'm still in and doing all kind of wrong. But then after I'm done doing my wrong, I sit back and talk about you. That's crazy. What kind of what kind of warp, twisted type of person is that? That's like I go into a store and steal a piece of candy and then I see you an hour later go in there and steal you a piece of candy and I sit around with my homeboy and talk bad about you because you stole a piece of candy. That's twisted. So I'm going to read that one more time and I'm going I'm I'm to shut it down. It's like, uh, For you refuse my discipline. Hold on. When you see a thief, you help him. And when you spend time with him, and you spend time you spend your time with an adulteress. Your mouths are full filled with wickedness. And your tongue are and your tongues are full of lies. You sit around and slander a brother. Bingo, that's it. I'm gonna stop right there. It spoke for itself. I elaborated on it and then it just spoke again for itself. So anyway, I, I hate look I did look. Honestly, I did not go to this scripture to talk about this scripture. I just opened my Bible, as we know that some people do, and say, Lord, whatever you want me to say today, I'm just going to open my Bible and point my finger to something, and and I'm going to go with that. And that's basically what I just did. I didn't find that scripture, figure out what I'm going to say about it. None of that. I, I didn't have time. I got a long day ahead. So I just said, the Lord going to lead me where he want to lead me. So I sat down, set up the microphone, whatever, and, and, and dropped the Bible down, opened it up, and, and say, boom, okay, I'm going to talk about that. I didn't read. I didn't even read it. I just jumped into it. So look, believe what you want if you want to get mad about because what it says is basically what I'm trying to say. If you want to get mad about what it say, feel like I'm sitting on here trying to beat people in the head with the Bible or whatever the case might be, I didn't, that wasn't my intentions. All I really wanted to do was talk about the Valentine's Day, and and hopefully a word of encouragement came out of the word of God, but shoot, hey, it is what it is, so, hey, again, I love my angels out there, y'all already know my angels know who they are, I don't even know who all my angels are, but whoever my angels is, I definitely appreciate you, the ones that seen and the ones that unseen, you know, I don't know, but... I just know I let them know they, I appreciate them because they're the ones that help me keep me from keeping my, dashing my foot against the stone. Thank you, Jesus, for that because I be moving a lot sometimes. <laughs> so with that being said, salute to my soldiers out there because I know I got some men of Valor out there, you know what I'm saying, type of angels out there keeping me protected and this and that and the other. All that good stuff. So they kind of work together like a team, you know what I'm saying, as well as your angels, as well as your uh, your men of valor, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just staying covered. I mean, we got to stay in cover in 2020 because the devil is running, repping, and, and, you know, he don't care if if you're a a nice person. The devil don't care if you don't want to harm nobody. The devil don't care if you wouldn't harm a fly on the wall. The devil don't care about that. You trying to deal with the the devil with your heart and the devil dealing with you with his mind. (laughs) So make that make sense. If you don't know, ask somebody. (laughs) All right, man. ATL, stand up. 317, I got you. Holla at you.